Are you on? No. Hello. Oh, there it is. Through mine. I'm gonna turn these down a little bit. That's fine. Yeah, so I got the uh, the new Man Man album or the Man Man albums. Oh yeah, are they good? They're not great, but they have like. Did they have that one song on it? Because that's all I care about. Well, the, you need pornography. Yeah, to well, I already have that song. But the first three songs on their first album are so good that they kind of necessitate buying the whole two albums. <laughs> Every, everything else, but the entire catalog. They're so good. Okay, we'll have to check those out. Oh man, man, action! I'll load them to you. I, they're already on my MP3 player. <laughs> all right, podcast today for September second. Sounds about right. Yeah, that, that's right. Uh, I've decided that we should act a little more professional. And by that I mean if we include our contact information, maybe people will email us and stuff. <laughs> While Joel looks through his bl- brand new pop filter. My mic's staring me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you might notice today that Joel's popping is gone. Mine disappeared last week. Pop. But was replaced by the ever so annoying sounds of our hands running up and down the mics, which I think was a problem because, though you might not have noticed, the <laughs> the speed in which the podcast was recorded was twice our speaking speed. So, Sounds a little crazy. So when I had to slow it down to make it work, which made, our voices sounded fine, but I think it amplified all the ambient sounds in the room because <laughs> I don't remember the sliding of hands on mics that bad anyway i've decided that we are going to start giving contact information because then maybe people will actually send us emails and that would be cool so if you would like to contact us you can write us at dave and joel at gmail.com and please include something in the subject line like mazen kaiser is super great or i want a hurricane rust that's uh, totally backwards. Rust Hurricane. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just make sure you include something about giant robots and my spam filter will be like, yo, step off. <laughs> That'd be awesome if you could I've got set one up spam of those filters that way. Spam filters. <laughs> that, it, it, it can check context. Accepts. So, I was listening to the Ninja Consultant podcast recently and they were all like, blah, blah, blah. We love fast karate for the genuine. Except... <laughs> That they only talk about stuff like Fish and North Star and Get a Robo. And those shows are so great that I can't even possibly begin to understand them. And how Get a Robo is like this big Freudian conscious versus subconscious thing and Ryoma's the id. And- See, I was surprised when I heard that because I thought Ninja Consultants didn't like stuff like that. This was a total shock to me. They don't like stuff like that. I was playing along. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what they really said was that uh, Get a Robo and Fist of the North Star have no plot. Yeah, they're not really story-driven <laughs> animes. But it's okay, we still love them. And in fact, I'd play their promos, which I think are really funny. But instead, I'm going to play the Anime World Order promo, because they've been playing ours for like three weeks, and I feel really bad. Even though they're not going to get any listeners from this, I still feel like we should play it. Yeah, It's just... sort of an obligation. But I'm never playing another promo for them again, unless they make one of those cool political attack ads like they make for all the other podcasters. I guess they're they're too high and mighty with their 839 feed listeners to make one for us with 22. Us. <laughs> Wait, do we actually have 22? I kind of 
vacillates as the week hey, goes That's by. pretty high. I thought we had like four. four. <laughs> including us. Well, including me anyway. I, I downloaded it like three times. <laughs> so you want to hear people talk about Japanese cartoons. You know, anime. But you think the other anime podcasters just aren't nerdy enough? Sounds like you need to join forces with the Anime World Order. Where each week, three self-proclaimed experts offer you reviews. Of titles both new and classic, news and commentary. Rants, convention reports, interviews with fandom. And some hentai and yaoi for good measure. So search for anime in the iTunes Music Store. Or visit our website at AnimeWorldOrder.com. Anime World Order. Revealing the truth about anime, one podcast at a time. So, in response to Ninja Consultants, we're going to be all like totally smart and talk about an anime that's totally smart and that anime is Lupin the Third <laughs> Castle of Cagliostro <laughs> this is uh, this is as far as we could reach folks so come on you don't go to the Special Olympics for real competition alright okay I think the thing is that you have to understand something about our podcast and this is the reason that we will never be liked in the anime community and that is because we have this podcast primarily to make fun of things and I think the other problem is that most animes that uh, have a plot, yeah, and I'm using the quote fingers, <laughs> uh, have really terrible plots that are boring and stupid. Yeah. Well, Except for Gasaraki. But I think even it had a lame plot. The nobody cool likes like Gasaraki, had, though. It had incredible exposition and Japanese medieval demon armor. <laughs> but anyway, so we could sit here and talk about Paranoia Agent until the cows came home. Would that keep you entertained? Probably not. No. We really like Paranoia Agent. In fact, I would say that among anime fans, we have better taste than a lot of them. And I don't mean that as a brag. That's like a universal truth. Maybe like if not. If I was to say Earth had more water than Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Mars is hiding a lot of uh, water underneath so, the surface. Obviously, the fact that, you know... The idea of Earth having more water is definitely a positive thing, but it's not a brag. It's, it's just, just true. Yeah, absolutely. We're more discerning. So yeah, we're better than you because we don't like Helsing. But we do like stuff like Paranoia Agent. <laughs> Let's look at the shelf. Uh, okay, skip that. Skip that. <laughs> we like Boogie Pop Phantom. Dave likes Boogie Pop Phantom. Shut up, that show's awesome. Skip that. Skip that. Cowboy Bebop. Everybody loves Cowboy well, Actually, not everybody loves Cowboy Bebop, which I was disappointed to learn. There are people out there that actually don't like that. Okay, I had to skip between C and G, but Giant <laughs> Robo. God, I still have a lot of these crappy DVDs we got for free, like Gunslinger Girls. We should have a promotion where I give away bad DVDs. Absolutely. If you can write in... Here, it's like a little quiz. Only we'll, we should like make up a quiz. That's it. Next week, we'll make up a quiz to give away based on the Gunslinger Girls. Girls podcast. You have to go back in time on fan service and find the Gunslinger Girls podcast. We should make them write an essay about how you should kill the people who made Gunslinger Girls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what would be the best stealth See, assassination technique? See, the problem is, technique? any of those would be acceptable answers, so I feel really bad because I'd want them all to win. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got stuff on here like uh, memories, huh? Good little trilogy. Whatever. The fact is, there's no lacking of plot-driven good anime in this apartment. The problem is there's lacking of plot-driven good anime produced. Exactly. And plus, it's more fun to talk about the bad stuff. 
But that's not today. And it's not more it's not more fun to watch it though. So you know, well, you spend it, about it, two hours watching it. It really depends on the show. I think I have more fun watching it in in, in anticipation of doing this. Like yeah. if I was just gonna watch it without I mean, we, we could watch it together, and we would hate on it, and that would be kind of fun, but it wouldn't really be a reason to watch it. Mm-hmm. Now that we have a creative outlet for yeah. the stupid crap that we say while we're watching anime, it makes a lot more sense to we sit should, through terrible we things. We should have rating systems like Dave and Joel like it, and that'd be Get a Robo and Fist of the North Star. <laughs> and then we'd have crappy but really funny to watch in a group, like Speed Grapher. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would probably watch more of if... <laughs> That would, get, that would have to have two ratings. For uh, Alex's comment of... <laughs> oh, what did he say? The, the, the Yakuza thing? No, it's something about leaving Japan. Mm. They can't leave the city. It's oh, like, yeah, it's like speed, except they can't leave the country of Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then there's stuff like Elfin Lead, which is a horror that should not be unleashed upon any mortal soul. Yes. Not even my worst enemy. Joel White. <laughs> Curse you, Ryderi. All right, so let's go. Loop on the third. Castle of Cagliostro Loop on the third. is a movie Fair. directed by. If you haven't heard the, uh, was it Tokyo? Tokyo Ska Paradise. Yeah, Tokyo Ska Paradise version of the Loop on the Third song. You really should check that yeah, out. Go out of your way. It's one of the few like lasting good things about ska. Also know? the. Crazy Ken Band, who... I bought the Loop on the Third arrangement CD or something, and it was 18 or 19 versions of the theme song, and they all sucked, except yeah. for this one. Yeah. And it's like a lounge version with uh, vocals. It's really good. Dude, I haven't heard that. We'll have to, I'll have to check that out. You two should check it out, listeners. It's a good song. So... This is directed by acclaimed director Hayao Miyazaki before he was all like... Oh, every movie's going to be about saving the environment. It's like, okay, I get it. Well, they, I, this definitely had the whole Hayao Miyazaki kick to it. Well, it see, it did and it didn't. Where was the strong female main character? I mean, Fujiko pops in and out, and she's like, Hey, I'm strong, and I got a gun, daka, daka, daka. I guess that's true. So it's not exactly like all the others. Well. But it's got the elements. Listen, I'll tell you what. I like Spirit of the Way better when it was Princess Mononoke. And I like Princess Man, okay, better when it was Nausicaa. Uh, Actually, I kind of like all those movies. But I <laughs> I really get tired of seeing the same movie nah, over and over again. I mean, I could handle it. With Howl's Moving Castle, I was a little... That's the one that started to wear me. Yeah. Really But all the others, there. all the previous ones, they're different enough I, that I don't care. I really like Princess Mononoke. I really like Nausicaa. Spirited Away, I could go either way on. I really liked Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke. But I mean, I saw them before I saw Nausicaa, so that mm-hmm. might have tainted me. My parents really like Spirit of the Way. I yeah. think they rented it on a whim or something. I think my mom has seen it, and she liked it as well. So it's an anime for all ages. And it really is a charming tale. And this movie is also a charming tale. This is the uh, kind of toned-down version of Lupin, where he's not, you know, killing people and... He's still shooting guns, but he's not hitting anyone. Sort of yeah, like a G.I. Joe episode. They just shoot off the armor. Like, it's okay, their parachute's open. Yeah, <laughs> all the planes exploded. <laughs> Uh, Goemon, you know, manages to slash people. But he just cuts their armor off, and they're And then fine. they're like, oh, well, oh stop sorry, fighting sir. now. I'll see you. Well, you know, once you've lost your armor, that's where the power is. It's like the Arthur in Ghouls and Goblins. Yeah. Once you lose the gold armor, it's like, why are you even playing? Oh, that is such a pain. Because <laughs> it takes so long to get. 
So this is funny because there's been a lot of talk about this movie on the internet recently because Manga Entertainment just re-released a special edition, which apparently the video quality is enormously beautiful. It's like the best transfer of this movie you'll ever see. But for some reason, I think at the original creating company's request, they cut the credit sequence out in the beginning and changed it from the animation to a series of stills from the animation. And nobody likes that. Which, strangely enough, we were just talking about in our forum, re-other movies. Ghost in the Shell and the change in the end theme song. I don't know. I could not strongly bring myself to care. Well, I mean, like... I probably won't be buying this new version. Yeah. (laughs) Because how good can you make a 30-year-old movie look? I mean, I guess they did a good job with Macross. But yeah, but But the the, the video quality... Yeah, the video quality on this wasn't awful. I mean, I'm not really an AV dork, so I wouldn't really know, but... I don't know. I have a pretty nice TV. We watch stuff in component, so you you can tell a few things. But whatever. Uh, Credit crawls, I think there's better things to complain about. Especially if it's the original company that has the problem with it. It might really suck, and you could be like, Hey, TMS, you big jerks, why'd you make them change it? But don't play manga. They're just trying to turn a buck. Yeah, and I mean, it's also a new release. Like, there's nothing... uh... I guess I don't really approach it like the sacra sanctness or whatever yeah. the, sac- the sanctity of the original version. Like, there's nothing about it that makes it especially inviolable. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like that's probably why I I don't get into like the whole collection frenzy and all that stuff because I don't have to have the original in the packaging. It's like, yeah, I kind of just wanna I wanna watch the show. Yeah, I'm more concerned about the as we said last week gestalt of the movie than really the some of its parts so maybe the lack of opening animation does detract it and if you want to look at a movie for pretty animation it is pretty animation but if you want to watch the movie for the movie I don't think well, it's also it, like the, it won't hit you that the opening hard. sequence doesn't really do anything right like the credit roll isn't well it's kind of them lazing around it's it's the transitionary period where they go to the country of oh. Cagliostro I'm sure the kind of same ideas can be How will I know that, like, from the still images. Yeah. Whatever. I think if you want to complain about it, you have a right to complain about it, but I'm not one of those people. And, don't, and yeah. I'm more concerned about the movie between the credits than I am what comes before. Absolutely. It's not like in the new movies now where they just pace the credits on while Will Smith is infiltrating the embassy. And, I don't know. Gene Hackman's... Are you, t- are you talking about Enemy of the State? <laughs> I, I don't know, I guess. Take, take off your clothes! I've never actually seen that movie. Really? I've only really seen the part where they're on top of the building and Gene Hackman is shouting at him because he did something, like wore a watch or something. <laughs> okay. It's like, what, you had Raisin Bran this morning? The government's all over Raisin Bran, you idiot! <laughs> take off your clothes, they're on to you! You're wired out the butt, literally. Wow. Let's not get sidetracked. Lupin Third, Castle of Cagliostro is about a famous thief, the third in a generation, son of the son of Arsène Lupin, who is a French thief in novel form, kind of like the counterpart to Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And if you wonder why... This is, like, this is probably the tidbit that everyone knows, but for a while, Lupin was released as Rupin because there was their actual trademark yeah. issues the, with the this. The copyright hadn't lapsed on the novels. I think 
I guess what how copyright works is you it's something like seventy five years after its inception it loses copyright or maybe it's seventy five years after the creator's death. I think. Mm. Regardless, now it is called Lupin. Also, Animago was the only company that did that, so maybe they were just big pussies or something and didn't want to <laughs> offend the French. Are they even in business anymore, Animago? No, they're they're holding on. They haven't released a whole lot of stuff, but they're they're holding on. Lupin the Third is Japanese, or I guess half Japanese, half French. I don't. We don't. They never really explain that. I, he could be entirely they, French. He could be. They don't explain I, his nation of origin. I know they do somewhere, probably in some source material, because I know I've read it. Mm. If I could tell you an origin story, I would. But he hangs really out matter. with exclusively Japanese people, which actually no, Jigen, who is the guy, he has essentially three friends over the course of. His long-running series, which is probably one of the most popular in Japan, next to stuff like Detective Conan and, I don't know, Dragon Ball Z, whatever else runs 300 episodes and has a movie every year and stuff like that. So, Lupin the Thief is accompanied by Master Marksman, Daisuke Jigen, who's uh, actually an American pretending to be Japanese, as far as I remember, or he's an American who... Changed his nationality. This is all stuff I read like years ago. And Goemon Ishikawa, the 13th, who I think, from what I remember looking up also years ago, was a real historical figure. And he's supposed to be the third and 13th in line. Huh. Like Lupin is supposed to be the third in line of this fantasy. And also Fujiko Mine, who's sexy spy. Though it's not really clear who or what she works for, if anything. Yeah. She kind of works for herself. She's like freelance spy. Which seems like a really good way to get yourself killed. Yeah. Like real fast. It's like, oh, hey guys, I'm a freelance spy. Are you spying on us or are you coming to work for us? I don't know. I'm freelance. Can it be both? (laughs) Can it be both? In this adventure, fast friends Lupin and Jigen discover that the casino they've just ripped off was full of counterfeit bills. To which Billions of dollars worth of counterfeit bills. Enough counterfeit bills that if you made this many counterfeit bills, you would never have to counterfeit another bill in your life. Yeah, I get... This is one of the sticking points in this movie. Because... Alright, so the whole thing is... The castle of Caglio... Stro. Cagliostro. Cagliostro. However they say it in the movie. I don't know. I pronounce all the consonants and words. <laughs> So this castle is the uh, secret facility from which uh, the goat bills, which are, is an infamous, infamous counterfeiting strain of money. You know, I think I looked that up some years ago, and I think goat bills is an actual term. Really? Yeah. We is could, it for like a fake bill? I think something like that. We'll put it in the show notes if it is, and Joel will put some sentence mocking me if it isn't, because that <laughs> seems to be the way of things. Anyway, continue. Uh, so this castle is the center of these this illegal money distribution or this counterfeiting operation. And the only problem is they don't just counterfeit one type of bill. Like you think like, oh, you know, international counterfeiting ring, they're going to counterfeit dollars. No. They counterfeit rubles. <laughs> they counterfeit rupees. Won. Yeah, won. Like, Everything where... In 1971, how much was the won worth? <laughs> Were they even printing? It's like fifteen hundred to one. I think China was still 
in the barter system at that point. That was like before they realized it's like, hey, we can be authoritarian and capitalist. How many oxes can we trade for a dollar? Yeah, it's like we've got our desire to centralize authority, but our need to make money. You know what, guys? Let's bring those hands together. <laughs> so they're they're counterfeiting like worthless currency. Like the the currency where there's no point to counterfeit. See, the it. thing is, those are like dummy currency. You know how when you have a plan, like if I was to rob your house, what I'd do is I'd send like a robot Dave through the front door, and he'd be like, "Hello, Joel." You'd be like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> While I'm running out the back door with your silverware and your engagement ring. Is Robot Dave really just Jerry with a metal bucket on his head? <laughs> I'm Robot Dave. <laughs> Depending on my budget, possibly yes. Regardless, just, see, these are, like, spurious. It's like in the, the Thief movie where they have the decoy. So what, are you just going to, like, pay for something with 10,000 rupees while you, like, pay for another thing with $100? They're like, yes, it worked. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I so think 10,000 rupees isn't that much. You go to the meat pie rupees. stand in Russia with your 100,000 rubles to buy your <laughs> one meal, and the vendor in his dirty woolen shirt and unshaven beard and... He hasn't bathed in 15 days. He's like, hey, this is no Rupal. And you're like, hey, hey, hey. And all the cops are distracted by that while your accomplice halfway across the world is buying out the casino with billions of dollars. Why would they be distracted it's by the... It's a flawless uh, play. <laughs> it's like, hey, guy. Like, Interpol. Like, it's a line. It's like, what's that? You said a food stand. Received some counterfeit bills. Move, move, Saddle move. up. All NATO forces. <laughs> yeah. What do you say? I don't know. Shoot him. Wait, that was the witness. Now he's dead and we have no more evidence. But it's Everybody too late. All my goat bills are already up in your fridge. They're eating all your food. <laughs> but the other... And the other dumb thing is like... You gotta see the quantity of goat bills being produced. Oh, wait a minute. I know what they call goat bills. Because the goat is the symbol of their country. I know that's why they're called goat bills. Damn it! Well, why did you say something? Now I look like an ass. <laughs> Mission accomplished. No. We didn't even have to wait for the show notes. <laughs> no, but, Damn it, I know I realized that the last time I watched this movie, there's too. There's goats everywhere. It's like 30 times they flash through a close-up of a goat. Oh, I'm the They're only like one driving who didn't by. know this. Lupin looks, it's like, does it like the dun-dun-dun-dun onto a goat. It like looks Holds up. Holds the bill up in front Chewing of on some money. <laughs> It's like, hey, where's that? Where'd that goat get a hundred dollars from? Very suspicious. But yeah, so the other problem is like the quantity of bills being produced. You know how else you would know that these guys were counterfeiting money? Because every time one of them showed up in your country, shit costs more. <laughs> it's like this is. I mean, you I can actually even... hear the inflation. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's no way this would not affect. They would find these guys in a minute because it would cost $5,000 to buy a loaf of bread. It's like the Japanese businessmen in the 80s who flew the country on sacks of yen. What? Whatever, Joel. They flew Japan the was really rich in the 80s, and they were all coming over here to go play in our casinos and have sex with our American women. <laughs> oh. And they would do it on big sacks of yen. Are you serious? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm sure there was one guy that did it. That's how I would roll. So Jigen and Lupin, for some reason, decide that they're going to go after this place. I guess because it's supposed to be the ultimate heist, because it's the ultimate protected castle in the world. But there's really nothing to heist. 
Yeah, because they were... The bills they, are all counterfeit. They spend the first, like, after they realize they're fake, they spend the rest, like, the next five minutes pouring money out of their car onto the highway. Which, once again, demonstrates Lupin's the worst disregard accident. for his fellow human beings. But no, this is the charming, sanitized Lupin. What color jacket is he wearing? There's like five. Yeah, it's not all red and red tan. or the. He's got the the like sort of jacket. I don't even know what he was wearing. It was like this green with white with a yellow tie on black shirt. Well, that's and black one of pants. the stand- that's like in the the TV series. That's oh. what he wears, and that's the Lupin I like, the charming one. He's a rascal. I don't know when he's killing people and being all perverted. That's not as fun for me. <laughs> yeah, it really depends on the movie or. TV series. So anyway, Lupin and Jigen inexplicably decide to go rip off this castle. And little do they know, Lupin's going to lose his heart in the attempt. Well, I mean, I guess he kind of does, but it's like that movie where they play the player. And he's like, oh, I'm so in love. But wait, it was all a trap to bring you out into the open. And now my stormtroopers are going to shoot you with spear guns. What are you talking about? Didn't that happen? No, what was that? That was the ten years ago, and he's like remembering when the. Okay, so Lupin has tried to hit this castle before, failed miserably, got all shot up with spear guns, because apparently that's you know, what they had at the time. Well, the goat bills weren't in full circulation. Yet. Yeah, now they're they kind of running on. They've a upgraded budget. from spear gun to laser. They got all our weaponry from Bob's Sporting Goods. <laughs> it's like harpoon guns. I said lasers. Well, we can't send you them are back that fired. Have you ever tried to return 10,000 harpoon guns? <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not pretty. That guy was so happy we saved his harpoon gun business. He said we were his first and only sales. Since the invention of the fish hook, which actually was before the harpoon gun, but whatever. So, yeah. He's hit the place before. Well, that's, Sorry, that's Queen getting Quack. so far ahead. It doesn't matter. Anyway, this is also a funny thing, because Lupin, he gets busted up again in the current one, but this is when he has a flashback. He's like, oh, this is why this dog likes me, and why the old man's willing to help me, and all these different reasons. But it's funny, because he's like, he got shot up with spears, which he managed to remove from his back while swimming across this lake. And then he curls up underneath the rosebush, and this little girl comes, and then runs away. So he's like, oh, I thought my goose was cooked. But luckily, the little girl returned with... Water! Water? Water? I just got out of a lake. Get a doctor. <laughs> if I want to drink, I'll, I'll die go drown. <laughs> is this water replace blood? Is it that kind of water? Apparently, all you need to do in Lupin to uh, to heal grievous wounds is eat a whole lot, which sounds like a good deal to me. I wish that's the way it works. The food in this movie looks delicious. That wouldn't even be a problem. I'd be invincible. <laughs> Like, nothing could hurt me. Is it cumulative? Can it's like, watch out, he just got through the, through the fourth box of ice cream sandwiches. Oh, he just ate a whole package of M&M's. Go ahead, shoot me with the missile. <laughs> I had the tear and share bag of peanut M&M's. <laughs> and I did not tear and share. Have you ever read that? I feel like that's like a... They're trying to guilt you into, like, sharing or something. It's hey, like, hey, fatty, don't need a whole bag. They might as well just print that on the bag. It's like, hey, tons of fun. This isn't for one person. It already costs more than a dollar. 
You shouldn't eat more than a dollar's worth of candy ever. In one day, you shouldn't eat that much candy. Unless it's garbage. It's like Mexican candy with lead in it. <laughs> I thought all Mexican candy was lollipops of the Taliban. <laughs> oh, that Fortunately, would be I have a picture of that. So you can understand, too. And look at my fat face while you do. But yeah. So Lupin and Jigen are trying to hit the castle. For no reason. And then Lupin realizes that uh, the count of the castle... Who is named after the castle? Is, uh, well, it's probably a title. He's he's kidnapping this chick so they can get married, and then he can have her ring, so then he can get the treasure. Yeah, but he can't just take the ring. Yeah, he can't just take the ring. He can only like sort of ogle it on her hand while she's all drugged up. Yeah, it's like I could easily snatch this ring from your hand, but then I would not have to taste. What you don't your know is if you take the ring off her finger without her will, ninja powder. Ninja. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then you get knocked out and possibly turned into a toad. Neither of which are preferable. Yeah. Speaking of ninjas, the count of the country that is only has a population of 3,500 has a ninja army. A staggeringly large ninja a army. A clandestine ninja army. So large that you would think that in a country... Of 3,500 people? Where at least, like... What? I would say a tenth of them are in the ninja army. Someone would know about the ninja army. But no. I wonder how you house that many people. <laughs> and what are their jobs? I mean, obviously they must have some sort of ghost employee thing. Well, they were all the butlers, castles. didn't you see? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you... How we many had t- 15 yeah, butlers for every room. Four guys like all open the door at once. They're all holding serving trays. Actually, every butler carries a bean to dinner. A Actually, single bean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, the, see, the the reason they need the four butlers is because one butler grabs the door, and then the other three flip him over <laughs> so that it will it's turn. It's like how Polish people change a light bulb. Uh, they One guy holds it in place, and the rest get the room to spin. Yeah, the rest pick up the house and turn it around. <laughs> oh, even though that wouldn't work. Unless he was on roller skates. And even then. Also, a screen door submarine. <laughs> Uh, but That's yeah. about as much of the plot of Castle of Cagliostro I'm comfortable revealing. Because unlike something where we don't like it, we do like this. And you should experience for yourself. And it's not hard to guess where the plot is going. But all the same. Yeah, we won't reveal the last trick. But I mean, you pretty. I mean, Lupin's already sure about where the guild bills are coming from. And you know the guy's evil basically from the outset. Yeah. So what are we going to well, talk about? I don't know. It's a joyous film. It is a joyous film. And I think it's uh, it's one of my favorite Miyazaki movies. If not my favorite. Really? It could be. I just think it's uh, it's so low-key and charming. It's not like uh, totally over the top, Nausicaa moralizing. where you know, there's this huge world struggle going on. Or Mononoke where there's this huge struggle going on. It's, it's a simple story. It's like Panda Go Panda. Which we've referenced probably about three times on this podcast so far. But it's just about people and what they're doing on a small scale. People and pandas and pandas wearing hats. And smoking And the riding the subway. The paper. Only wearing hats. No God, pants. Miyazaki, you got too big for your britches. No way, dude. Okay, probably not. <laughs> Still, whatever he makes is better than a lot of what the rest of Japan makes. But really, when your competition is Trinity Blood and... <laughs> 
<laughs> speed grapher. It's like, damn, man. Yeah, the bar is set pretty low. I can't believe you climbed out of that garbage heap and made something halfway watchable. Halfway watchable. These movies are a joy to partake. Okay. Well, I still hold to the fact that Howl's Moving Castle was not good. It was a very boring, middling movie. That wasn't necessarily bad, but it was like a thousand hours long. And yeah. Howl's Moving Castle was cool. They were like, we're so whimsical. We're whimsical. <laughs> it had its moments, but in the ultimate last, you're like, yeah, Howl's Moving Castle. So what? Still. Mononoke was good. God, Mononoke was good. And I'm Spirit go watch of the Way that movie was right now. pretty good. Even though Spirit of the Way is like two hours long. No, man, people need to stop hating on long movies. No, they don't. Every I, movie should be no longer than Alden Schwarzenegger's 1980 classic, Commando. <laughs> 81 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> that gives you enough time to hit all the 80s action movie prerequisites. Car chase. Jump out of a plane. Car chase. Fighting them all. Throw uh, guy off cliff. Yeah, throw a stab Bill Duke in the neck with a pen, <laughs> and uh, uh, what is it? Military pipe Noriega the... style like yeah. villa assault. Throw saw blade through revolutionary's neck. Yeah, when they trap you God, in why the didn't gardening this movie shed, have that. They tra- it's like when they trapped him in. That should have been in like the trailer. It's like they trapped him in a garden shed, and they thought he was dead. <laughs> Wrong answer, Pablo. Ninja powder. Apparently, you know, rifles are no match for the pitchfork. Which yeah. is why, you know, Frankenstein was always so terrified. I thought it was the fire. You're right. However, the villagers always have pitchforks in those things. It's their only weapon. If you actually, uh... I'm gonna bail you. Like, hey. What really worries the U.S. about Iran's nuclear ambitions is that they've seen diagrams in which on the payload nose cone of the missile a pitchfork has been attached <laughs> truly terrifying i wouldn't want to be in there they could nuke one of our cities and stab someone <laughs> why didn't we think of that yeah but the point would be kind of moot you make the ends pointy that I way you, to be that if you one hit guy, anybody, though. <laughs> yeah, you're like that guy. Oh, this is so excruciatingly painful. I Blue. wish to God there could not be anything worse than this. Oh, Surely, and that's when you death get would be a relief. <laughs> oh man. So we spent the whole show not talking about the anime again. See, this is what why are we talk about. We did perfect. I don't. I don't remember that. This is why we don't talk about good shows because. We know they're good, and you probably know they're good. And if you don't, take our word for it, because we're pretty smart. I have a PhD in being awesome. <laughs> Dinosaurs have their own religion. It's called kicking ass and being awesome all the time, forever. <laughs> Did you see that cartoon I posted from Little Monster? No. Or Tiny Monsters? Like, oh yeah! I really, really regret funny. bringing uh, dinosaurs back to life, giving them the ability to fly, and allowing them to breathe fire. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. I re- like the rest of the cartoon that I was from was not that entertaining, but the whole cartoon should have just been that panel. That would have been awesome. Oh wow! I thought that was the whole cartoon. No, I cropped out a well, lot of that crap. That was pretty funny. Good job, and good job, Hayao Miyazaki. Indeed, and. Come out of early retirement and make another Lupin movie. True. Whatever, that guy's like 77 years old. He could, what is he, like writing these things in his sleep now? 
He's like, here, I wrote one while I was taking a crap. Well, if he's 77 years old, that probably means he's got a good three or four hours to work on it. Yeah, that's probably true. Get Castle of Cagliostro, even if it's the new manga DVD without the credit sequence. Because life isn't always about credit sequence. and Sometimes it's about actual movies. Well, I don't know. I, I wasn't paying attention during the credit sequence anyway. <laughs> I forget what I was doing. But uh, I'm very easy were you, to You were playing WoW. Oh yeah, I was. You were trying to level up your warrior. I had to finish the quest so I could go back to the inn. God, I play it like every three days. <laughs> Whatever. You're a junkie. Uh, yeah, I'm dying for it. You should be dying for Castle of Cagliostro. The end! さっきは痛かったぜ。黙って人の部屋のドアを開けるからよ。<laughs> <laughs> could nuke one of our cities and stab someone. <laughs> <laughs>